Welcome to the Messy Life Mighty Love Podcast. I am Abby, your host, storyteller, fellow messy life journeyer, and friend. You are listening to episode 11, Wrong Place, Wrong Time. Today, I will talk about how when we miss the clues amid our passion and determination, we can and do end up in some pretty bad messes. Yes, the wrong place at the wrong time. But the great news with our God of grace is that this isn't the end of the story. Hallelujah. There's much to learn if we humble ourselves and let it come. We were children of around eight, my twin sister, our neighbor, and me. We had effectively become outcasts when our older sister refused to let us join her neighborhood club. She had taken this beautiful, spacious, empty loft above where we housed the heifers on the farm. Heifers are young cows who have not had calves yet, in case you wanted to know. It was her and the older neighborhood friend's place, their clubhouse, and we were not allowed in. So what on earth were we to do? If we couldn't be in their clubhouse, then we definitely needed to find one of our own. But what special, unique place was there? Well, as we sought this type of place for us, somehow, and I don't know how, we ended up in the tractor port where we parked our tractor. We thought we were brilliant because we had found a little cubby between the port and our milk house. This is where we stored our milk in a giant 500 gallon tank and also kept our milking supplies in case you wanted to know that too. My twin Sarah drew the short straw, or by some other method of volunteering, ended up with the task of checking out our brilliantly found cubby. So she climbed a sort of mound thing along the side, which led to said cubby. Her ascent wasn't pretty. There were debris of unknown origin falling to the ground, and Lord only knows what else in the actual cubby. Think rat infested. I mean, really, it's cringy, as my son would say. As she got to the top, she reported some of what was there. I don't remember how long after this, the next thing happened. I only remember that my neighbor Becky and I decided not to climb up too. In the span of instants, a boom followed, and we went running to the milk house window to see Sarah on her bum, having fallen through the floor of our precious little cub house, also known as the roof of our very important milk house. And did I mention that the inspector was coming? Yes, he was. Becky may have run home. I may have run too. Although my dad is one of the gentlest and mildest of men, Inspection of our farm was imminent, and we had definitely, oh, definitely made a, you guessed it, a big old mess. Looking back, it still makes me laugh, and my Sarah, she laughs too. Even our dad laughs. And too, I see 
when I look back how the writing was all over the wall and floor and cubby and that you know kind of ledge thing that had all kinds of debris falling from it yes but we were just too immature as kids to discern that it was a place no one ventured for a reason and that reason had become perfectly clear perhaps we thought though it looked dirty and not inhabitable even for a minute it would be one of those treasures, a secret place on the farm, like that gorgeous empty loft above the heifer barn. Yes, we do blame our older sister Kristen for all of it. But no, it was just as dirty, dusty, and gross as it looked from our vantage point on the ground. Well, you know what's coming. Isn't it so like this in our lives, for all of our lives? How the messes, they just find us and we find them and somehow we stick together in the coming weeks and months and maybe years if god would allow i will share more about the messes i have gotten myself into with no one else to blame except me but today we're starting with the mostly innocent anecdote of children and there will be no blaming despite what i said previously about my sister Kristen. It is true, many of our younger messes are a part of growing up. If we never ventured into the unknown and pushed the edge of a rule a little, how would we know what it feels like to mess up, to disobey, and yes, to sin? Our early messes show us things like, well, yes, don't climb on a dirty, dusty, unstable ledge to a dirty, dusty, no one goes there cubby above, a very important milk house, or insert your own early lesson. We learn we need parameters, rules if you will, that govern our lives and are given for our protection. We learn we must discern if we haven't heard the exact rule for the situation, no one has told us, like in our case, no one actually said, don't climb up there, see that ratty kind of cubby, don't climb up there. and it's. <laughs> probably because they thought it would not occur to us that we would want to. But we learned that it isn't easy to grow up and it's a gift to have freedom to run. And in my twin and my case, we fall a bit more in love with a safe daddy who, while mad, eventually wraps his girls with their oh-so-messy plan in his arms. In my story, this is a gift I can never, ever, ever be thankful enough for. I just receive it. For I do know too many have not seen Abba Father God so beautifully in their earthly father as I have. Yet, yet, the mighty love of God cannot be stopped, friends. It's breaking through the love of earthly fathers or it's breaking through to the hurting heart from a lack of a loving father. Messes teach us many things, but most they teach us the compassion of God. He is ever close to the downcast of spirit, the brokenhearted who know they've entered a mess or become one themselves. He will never, ever, ever forsake or leave us. And yes, when this whole mess of humanity, of which we are a part, got into the biggest possible mess we could never, ever, ever ever get out of 
he gave what was most precious to himself, his one and only son, to redeem or buy us back from that impossible mess. And this perfect one, Jesus, is the light shining in the darkness of our mess, and he never, no, never, no, never, will be overcome. Thanks for journeying with me a bit through my childhood today. Special thanks to my twin, Sarah, old neighbor Becky, and sister Kristen for letting me share a bit of their story too. Although only Sarah knew I was actually going to put this in here. It is with fondness that I share my story. So thankful for the kind of childhood I was blessed to live. I trust you have enjoyed this messy anecdote and been touched by the mighty love found in it. May you consider your time here well spent. For more from me, my journey with bipolar disorder, and many other things I have written over the years, visit my website, abigailalleman.com. That's Abigail, A-B-I-G-A-I-L, Alleman, A-L-L-E-M-A-N.com. There are some free eBooks for subscribers there. You can also find me on Instagram at abigail.alleman. I pray in these days you can open up some of your childhood too. May you know laughter, sadness or pain, and most precious, glorious, full and mighty love, letting you know he was and is always there. I would love to catch you next time.